My name is Dwayne Default, and welcome to Selling SaaS, a daily podcast that's built to get you quick hits of the best advice from the top experts for go-to-market strategies, sales, and product-led growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn more, get better, and execute in 10 minutes or less. Now let's get into today's episode. I always have a, have a soft spot for people who are like a server at a restaurant, like you were at the cafe and working at bars. Um, and then they've like sold retail, like front desk sales. I've done both of them. I, my, I have a very similar background. I my paper out when I was 11. Um, I had a bike. I didn't have to walk, but there was this one hill, <laughs> this one hill and people from Northern California are going to know what this. So we had the Sacramento Bee. It was like once a month. And so I had a, um, it was like 60 to 70 papers, very similar. And we had this paper that came in once a month that was, uh, and it was included with the other papers. So it was a free thing they sent out. Normal paper was like two inches thick, not bad. But this Sacramento Bee, and again, if you're listening to this and you know what the Sacramento Bee is, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. This thing was like a bazooka. It was huge. Like, have you ever seen those um, on the mailboxes where they have like the specific slot for the newspaper? Yeah, yeah. This thing barely fit in there. So once a month we have this thing, and I, I'll, and the, the, and my memory goes back to like the definition of hard. And I remember like trying to almost every time trying to go up this hill. And I had like a BMX bike. I didn't have one with gears or nothing, so I couldn't go up hills that well. I'll never forget. Like I, I was going up, pedaling, 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 and just went wham, like head first in the back of this truck. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but it's people don't appreciate it, and I, I hundred percent agree. And it's like. They don't, there's so many, there's so much lost in the grit and the experience and the adversity that people don't get to experience when they get in with a great CEO, a great sales leader, a great comp plan, a great home work-life balance stuff where they have a company that provides, here's your computer, here's your phone, here's a phone stipend, like here's all these things. You get coaching, you get all that stuff. And it's like, you know what? They just, they don't appreciate it. And they, they don't like one thing that you do. And they're like, I'm going to go to a different company. And then you see the company they go to and you're like, oh shit. And then their LinkedIn status changes three months later. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's like everyone needs to go work hundred percent commission jobs at least once in their life. Everyone needs to go and wash dishes over at, at like a franchise, um, like at Applebee's or something. And they, they need to go and go and sell makeup at Macy's counter. Like they, people need to experience the level of adversity that it takes to really, really appreciate the value that they get from like a really good sales coach, like, or a manager in general. And it's, it's tough because for me, like my perspective, I don't know how you got into it or, or how you kind of got into the mindset you have now. But like one of my things is I operate from what, some call the dark side, not like star Wars, but it's like, I operate from the point of, I don't want this shit to happen again, whether it be a bankruptcy that my experience when I was a child from my parents, whether it was, you know, a, a bout of figuring out which credit cards we were going to max out that month because I wasn't making any money as a sales rep or a really shitty work environment. Or like, I keep those things top of mind because I am constantly working to prevent them from happening. And I experience a lot of people that don't know what that's like. And sometimes it's frustrating. Like you said, they're just not, they don't appreciate it. They don't put the work in. They, they're not willing to do the work to sharpen the ax because it has to grind it down. They're like, Oh no, 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 that grinding is too, too hard. I'm not going to do it. I'm gonna go get a new ax. Right. But 
kind of bringing it back down, like what makes you have the mentality you do towards your team or just you in general? Like what, what made you think this way? So in terms of towards my team, I just, I, I feel just totally responsible for them in the sense of if I think that everybody on my team, bar one, I've interviewed them, been part of the decision to recruit them. I've onboarded them. I get to know them. I work with them every day. So I feel like just personally responsible for them in the sense of, I feel like they've got my name on them. Like I've said, these, these are my troops that I want to go to war with. Can we hire them, please? Because I've interviewed them and out of them, all, everybody, they're who I want. So I feel like there's that personal responsibility there. Um, I genuinely like everyone on the team, which, you know, <laughs> like I, I know people might say that throwaway kind. That hasn't been the case before. Like I've, You don't always like everyone you work with. Yeah. Ironically, you spend more time with them, particularly in the old days in the office, than what you might do with your own family. Yeah. But, you know, I genuinely like my team, so I care about them. And, and that's a good and a bad thing. That is a good and a bad thing. Um, so yeah, I feel personally responsible, personally accountable, and, and I need them to be successful for for what I want as well. So it's it's yeah. it's a two way thing. In terms of my own personal mindset, like I think the, the one thing that no one could ever say to me, um, and 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 if they did, like I'd be able to look them dead in the eye, is no one could ever say to me, I don't work hard every single day. And, and I could look anybody in the eye and say that. Like the one thing I do every day is I work hard. Like I, I just, I don't slack off. Like I just I work hard every single day and that can't be challenged. And and that's, that's all I really expect from everybody else. Right? Like let's just work hard. Right. Um, and where that comes from is, is really like a bit of a deep place really, man. Um, when, when I was a kid growing up, my mum and dad weren't together. My, my dad was like, wildly successful in his career like mm. he, he, he earned hundreds of thousands of pounds a year like hundreds of thousands really successful had everything like he had the nice cars nice houses nice holidays and and i only saw him at the weekend mm. and i live with my mum and that would definitely be classed as modern day poverty like definitely like everything we had to eat was like tin stuff like we didn't do anything we did like we didn't have like nice clothes everything in my room was broken you know like my, mm. my bed my bed was broke my drawers was broke like I, I didn't have nice stuff do you know what i mean like yeah. everything I, I genuinely grew up in a house where i believed the phrase it fell off the back of a lorry was real Jeez. like like i believed it was real like i, yeah. I, I genuinely i'd be like oh where'd this top come from and my mom would be like oh it fell off the back of a lorry and I believe that there was these lorries going around with their back open <laughs> and we were getting lucky. Like yeah. I just genuinely believe that was true. And there was just this disconnect between mum and dad, right? Yeah. But every, every other weekend, sorry, every other weekend, I got to go and see my dad yeah. and he had a swimming pool. He had these lovely sports cars. He had this, I had my own bedroom. Like I had a TV in my room. Yeah. I remember, I remember like, and, and, and maybe it's bad that these are core memories, but core memories of like, the PlayStation 2's out, I'm going to go and buy it for you. I was like, what? Like, yeah. but, but he stays at his house. So anyway, my point being, right, like I had these core memories of this is nice, this isn't nice. And like once a year, I got to go on this holiday with my dad. And I, yeah. man, I've, I've seen so many beautiful places around the world, but all through the eyes of like a, a child and teenager. Yeah. But it just comes from that drive of, I've seen both sides of the fence. And one thing my dad's always said to me is, 
hard work will outdo talent every single day. And I don't see myself as anything special, anything like talented or anything like that. I just, I work hard and I take it seriously. And I believe sales is a skill that could be fine crafted. So like, you know, I read about sales, I watch about sales, I write about sales, I live and breathe it because it's my career. Because whilst I don't need to have all that for my son, I absolutely don't want, I'm quite happy to be in the middle, right? Like, I want him to be in the middle. I think it's really important, you know, the world's not all peaches and cream because I think that made me who I am, right? Yeah. But that's where that drive comes from. I've seen both sides of the coin and I want to be closer to my dad's side. I don't yeah. I don't have the same ambitions to, you know, because my, my dad, at one point in my life, he lived in Hong Kong for two years. You know what I mean? Like for business. I don't, I, I don't want that. I want to be yeah. a family guy. I want to be with my family all the time, but I, I don't want, you know, there was months where I didn't have a PE kit because we couldn't afford it. Do you know what I mean? I used to literally every week go and get PE, my PE kit from the spare box. And it was so embarrassing. So I don't want to have that side of things, but equally he doesn't need to be going on, on these other stuff. So <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a deep reason really, but that's where my yeah. drive comes from. Like, I've seen both sides of the fence. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Selling SaaS Podcast. And if you got value from today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, we'll be here for you tomorrow so you can learn, grow, and execute in 10 minutes or less.